Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, this is your host, Corey, on the School of Thought Podcast. Today I got a really special episode. Uh, that uh, nice crack of a cold one you heard there. That's my good buddy, uh, T-Money, T-Swizzle, Tracer. My buddy Tracer, he's been a good buddy of mine for a good while. Um, he's been out, he's been kind of out there in a little east, you know. You know, we don't blame him for it. Just sometimes you got to do what you got to do, you know. Just the, the beast that lives in the east. <laughs> hey, beast right. in the east. I do the same thing, you know. <laughs> hey, he's a strong man. I couldn't do three months, you know. <laughs> he is a, no, I'm just kidding. Um, been five years. Five now. years. <laughs> God bless you. That's right. <laughs> God bless my life. <laughs> hey, hey, seriously. Y'all are troopers. Um, no, East Texas is beautiful, actually. I'd love to retire there, just not anywhere oh, city. Oh, it's a great retirement No city-wise, like just out in the country, you know? For sure. Um, so, before we get on to our rambling, because we were supposed to start this like three hours ago, but you know, yeah, we found other things to do. Um, more productive, though, because it's... it's <laughs> that's why we're so productive, man. Now, <laughs> um, so, Tracer, we've been good buddies forever. Um, I've always thought me and him just not even, I mean, on a comedy standpoint, yes, I think Tracer's like a thousand times more funnier though, but on a, like we can, we've always had a bit, we've always been able to have like, re, like really retarded talks, but at the same time we can get as deep as like a freaking Mariana Trench, you know? Sure. And, and freak people out. And so I, I've always, I always wanted Tracer around here, but you know, he's over there in, in East Texas. We're over here. I don't know what you'd call this, Texas. Uh, we're trying north, not to be baby. East Texas. We're, we're, we're like... The east. North. We're the North. Okay. The great white North. <laughs> don't you know? Sorry, there's a lot of Game of Thrones references coming out just now. Dude, my... It. <laughs> okay. I gotta throw us a little story. <laughs> my ex-girlfriend that lived in Pittsburgh, correct? Ah, yeah, no, no, no names. Um, She said I lived in... She said I was in East Texas. She said I was an East Texas boy, and I said... You shut your mouth. Exactly. I said, you take that back. Did you ever call me an East Texas boy? No. I don't own a 1986 Chevy with <laughs> maybe what year three is times. Your Chevy, oh, it's a 97. 97. Yeah. Go 97 means, there. dude, yeah. 11 year gap, you're out of East Texas. Yeah, sure. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay. There I went again. <laughs> dude, this is, this is going to be the whole podcast. We're very sorry if you get annoyed with our rambling. Skip ahead. It's a, I'm sure it doesn't charge anything to do that or does it um oh <laughs> uh, no well tracer he has moved on to the east side of texas and he's pursued um he f- first started pursuing uh, the world of law enforcement and you graduate you you finish and everything it just oh, yeah, yeah. it just didn't it just didn't really pan out i remember you kind of like were almost instantly as soon as you finished i talked to you on the phone you were like i'm, d- I'm doing paramedics now yep it was like pretty pretty yeah, instantaneous it was a pretty quick, um, pretty quick decision. Um, I actually started panicking right before I was going to graduate school. Um, I had tested at some local departments and uh, wasn't prepared to move back north because um, I had just recently proposed mm-hmm. to my uh, girlfriend that I met in college in East Texas, who uh, fortunately ended up being my wife. Very blessed. Um, Hashtag blast dog. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, <laughs> wasn't prepared to uh, test anywhere in the Metroplex because I didn't want to move her away from her element. So I panicked, kept my part-time job at the college, and was trying to figure out something else to pursue education-wise. And 
lo and behold, some uh, one of the special education uh, students that I was friends with just from working at the college at the student center walked by my desk one day and uh, fell out, had a seizure. Really? So, I yeah. Didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, man. That's uh, pretty much the story about how I got into paramedicine. Um, hopped over the desk, and uh, which wasn't needed, by the way. Like oh, I could well. have got there just as quick if I walked around. I mean, but, I mean, who, who does that? Oh, yeah, for sure. For People sure. that drink water, obviously. Action movie star. <laughs> yeah. So, um... <laughs> Water? No thanks. No, no thank you. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I hopped over the desk and uh, ripped, uh, was wearing a hoodie, ripped my hoodie off and rolled it up and stuck it under her head and stopped her from banging her, banging, banging her head on the concrete. And, um, some fast thinking right there. Yeah. So, um, I I don't know. It just natural instinct. Just wanted to help. And, uh, now I get to do it you know, for a living, get paid for it. And, uh, let me, let me ask you something yeah. about that. Cause I, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in that stage point in my life. Sure. <clears throat> when that happened, was there like almost like a, I don't want to say spiritual awakening, but almost like a certain awakening where you felt like, Whoa, that's it. Yeah. Um, I like to call it and excuse the language. We haven't really set up language parameters. Nah, you yet. know? Okay. Yeah. I like to call it a soul boner. A soul boner. Yes. Yeah. So, because it makes I like that like, much better than a spiritual awakening. Yeah. I just didn't have a better vocabulary for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm soul boners all well, day long. We'll say, uh, hey, t-shirts. Soul boner. A, a trademark. You can't take it. That's right. <laughs> Mine. Mine forever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I had a, a huge soul boner because I just, you know, I'm, naturally I'm a, I'm a big softy, you know, like. I'm pretty transparent too, you know, like I'm, I'm a pretty emotional dude. And whenever I see somebody who needs help, you know, that's my first, first thought is I just want to, I just want to help you. And if I can't help you, I just want to hug. I just want to hug you mm-hmm. until you get through whatever you're going with, you know? And, um, that brings the big, biggest gratitude. Oh yeah. 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 And it's completely, you know, it, to me, it sounds selfish when I say it out loud that it gave me a soul boner from, you know, wanting to help somebody and takes a uh, special calling. Yeah. Well, um, no, that's, that, that's the reason I asked that is because, you know, cause I, I went, th- uh, you know, if you know, you know me, I, I, I went through the fire Academy and, um, yeah. that, you know, the, the, the thing is when I went, it was never anything I was passionate about. It was something because I was, I wasn't, I was, I felt like a failure and I was in my hometown and I was literally becoming the person I never wanted to be. And it freaked me out. When I had a friend tell me, hey, let's go to the fire academy, I never t- thought about firefighting. But when I was told about it, I was like, oh, that's that's sick. Like, that's yeah. like a short school, come out making good money. I was like, that's, that is awesome. And, um, well, it, it, I'll definitely get deeper into that because there's a whole lot that transpired. And we're just in the introduction right now. <laughs> but um, uh, there's a lot that transpired in that. But it turned out, I'm the same way. I'm very, I'm very empathetic towards people that I, that I think that are, um, can't protect themselves or can't help themselves, or I feel like I could help in any way. I want to join and do that. And, um, so like, like I was saying, um, my, my, uh, my, my cousins, my cousin's wife, her name is Bethany. She's, she's supposed to be coming uh, supposed to be coming on. She said she's really wants to get on. Well, she was, a she's a psychology major and, but she's also, I don't, uh, I don't want to miss doctor her. 
but um i know she's very close up to the to the doctor range i don't know exactly i don't know you, you know a scale uh she i don't know how it works for she's past the nurse i know that Oh, she a nurse practitioner? Might be a nurse practitioner. Uh, physician assistant, PA. Who could be that? Yeah. She makes fat money. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. I mean that's both nurse nurse pracs and uh, NPAs. They ain't no slouches for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's an. Ex- uh, this is also not not a uh, not bragging here at all. I I I, I hate bragging. Um, because I'll make fun of myself before anything. But it was, it was a something I needed a hundred percent, because. Um, if someone opens up and we engage in like, uh, more like more intelligent conversation than, you know, like, you know, how was the football game? You know, even though I like those conversations, those are good football games. There's but, a time and place. There's a time and place, you know, and eventually yeah. I get tired of it and, and I don't speak. I really don't want to speak. I'd rather not speak than anything, but if there's something going to get deep, well, we had gotten into a deeper conversation that dealt with a lot of psychology and within my family, um, that was real deep and, and I was, ex- and she was like tell me certain things and I tell her certain things. And then I would, I was kind of like talking there was certain, there was a certain family member that had certain issues and I, you know, I noticed them, bef- you know, in a, I noticed them in a certain way. And I, we, we talked for two hours. And it was crazy. Like we, it was, I loved it. Cause it was like, kind of like how me and Tracer are. We're just like constant. There's just, there's no delay. You just back and forth, back and forth. And Bethany, she's so, she's just so smart. And I, I love talking to smart people cause it may, it helps me feel smarter. Um, or learn. I know I'm going to learn. That's what I love. I love to learn. And and if I if I hear hear someone, even if I don't care what they're talking about, if I'm going to learn something, I'm going to listen. Well, after all that, she she told me. She said, "Well, she's like, have you ever gone to school for psychology?" And I was like, "No." And she's like, well, "Would you want to?" I was like, "I want to. I've always wanted to go to school for it." But I've had a lot of lot. Like I said, we'll get into this 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 podcast because this one's this one's going to base upon. I haven't even introduced that. It's going to be based upon mental health and drug drug addiction, drug abuse. And like rehabilitation, you know, kind of the whole, the whole bang a boom, you know, but, um, she, she basically just said like, I I was, you know, like I was very well versed in that for someone who's never done any schooling for it. And like I said, not bragging. I just, I I love to research something about the human brain is really, is really super interesting to me. Like I, I mean, it's unbelievable. Like my favorite thing, like I love human psychology, like, uh, like cultural psychology, like that's honestly why I started this. Cause I want you like, it's so crazy. Cause you, it, it, with a, I, I made a post about, not made a post. I comment something about Facebook with identity politics, with how everyone is left or right, black or white man, woman, you know, you identify with that because, because really that's the thing is I can't even answer it because I don't know why, because I, I've never, I've never been that way. I've never been able to, I can't put myself in this category and, and, and such. So I kind of wanted to do this podcast. We're also on YouTube. I forgot about that. Um, give them, give them a look how you know. Um, yeah. Did not think about that at all and just shoved an entire like half a can of snuff in my face. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. forgot we were. Hey man, look, this is a, this is, it's a safe space, safe space. You know, you don't make fun of us. I'm blowing vapes. Everyone probably thinks I, I'm probably going to get cancer in five seconds. Oh my God. Dude, my wife. Fool. Bless her heart. Bless her soul. Well, you know, it, F the government is my whole thing. Cause they're, they're really good at spreading misinformation. 
And you could probably hear my anger in the last podcast because I was pissed because this has happened for so long and now it's, and now it's hitting mm, pissed, pissed. You know, I'm pissed, but uh, am I going to get over it? Yeah. Do I really care? No. Am I still in for Chris D'Elia right now? Yes. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. If you listen. Yeah, demonetized. Demonetized. <laughs> he will personally uh, say something to me on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, demonetized. For sure. Yeah, F you. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so she basically just, like, gave me that whole, like, spill of that. And that was, like, a huge confidence boost. My my confidence has slowly gotten a lot better in the past year from me getting clean, getting clean off of drugs and finding a little more purpose in my life. But I still struggle with it. And hearing that from someone who had has the background of it, knows it from a collegiate stand, you know, standpoint, that was just like my like I was like, I have to do this. Like I cannot like my parents have told me forever. Calvin's told me, but you know, my in your mind, if a person who is very self uh self involved with your with your like with everything, you know, you don't just very intimate. You're very intimate about everything. Yeah. You just, you, you, you hear it. It's not like I, I think my parents are stupid or anything, but I, my brain's like, they don't know anything about that. You can't, you can't do that. So that's what I've always been told myself, even though I've been always been passionate about it. Um, but like ever since like I've got those, that negativity out, I, I it's just like been a straight enlightenment. Like I, I'm, I'm almost 24, but like, I'm like more than willing to start school up like hundred percent. Like I just, it's never too late. It isn't man. I know some doctors who are very, <clears throat> I won't say old, just in case anybody ever sees this, but uh, <laughs> no, very no seasoned gentlemen, gentlemen who are, uh, you know, a little older than most. And uh, you might think, first glance, like, oh, they've been doing this for a minute. It's a little, Okay. the lines are a little tracky. Gotcha. Um, yeah, you might think to yourself, uh, man, well, he's probably it, been doing this for there? a minute. Does it sound good? Oh. Yeah, it sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're just getting out of uh, residency or, you know, they're just really getting out on their own, you know. That's a passion. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a passion, That's man. somebody who found found what they needed to do late in life, you know, who started out, you know, climbing power lines or, you know, doing plumbing or military, you know, um, just really found what they were supposed to do and didn't let anyone tell them maybe not, you know, maybe no. <laughs> maybe yes. Maybe. Maybe no. Uh, very, very, very uneducated Be- boys. <laughs> very uneducated boys. <laughs> See, now that's... That's a little shout out to uh, Reed Dillon oh, Rito, Dylan Hamilton. Dylan Hamilton. <laughs> Your brother Calvin. Calvin. Old Calvin Cito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hello, good morning, boys. Ooh, very oh, stinky. Oh, very stinky. <laughs> you just mix nacho leaf right with that. <laughs> that is perfect. Very stinky, boys. So, <laughs> no, yeah, man, it's uh, dude, it's it's never too late, man, no. to educate yourself. Even since I've officially finished school, mm-hmm. you know, like I uh, I got the first associate's degree, went back for. Uh, paramedicine mm-hmm. and when I finished that you know I took like a semester off mm-hmm. but got bored to tears signed up for a uh, general psychology yeah that's took right a, I remember I remember you did that yep yeah, took uh, general psychology mm-hmm. uh, as a prereq 
for a transition program Mm -hmm. for a paramedic to RN that's based out of Tyler. And, uh, you know, just as like a, just in case, just in case I wanted to go that route. And then, uh, right after I finished that class, my, uh, paramedic program actually had a job lined out for me as the clinical coordinator. As long as I was, uh, I finished a, a class to be a certified EMS instructor in the state of Texas. So I'm about 60% done with that. And by the end of November, I should be certified and a clinical coordinator for an EMS program. That's pro for Just as like a, you know, a side gig, side money, a couple lecture days a month. And, uh, you know, man, it's never too late, dude. And you never have to stop once you start and it just, that's, you crave knowledge. You know what I mean? See, that's the thing is, man, is, is that's, I feel like this is my first start. I, I, I swear to God, that's, it's crazy because, you know, a lot of things transpired in my life, but I was, my first plan for everything, ever since I was a kid, I I thought I wanted to be in the military. The military, I wanted to be in the army. I wanted to hold a gun. I had no other ambitions. And I think, I think a lot of that just came out of, I love guns, obviously, but I didn't know what war was like. I didn't, I, but I thought, you know, you see movies and it's so, you know, it's propaganda is what it is. It just makes you, it makes you want to go fight a war and you don't know the realities of war and especially not the one that we've been involved in uh, for the, since the early 2000s yeah. i mean yeah and i don't even know enough about it to speak on it oh i could speak i know that it's a it. terribly terribly different from the quote-unquote greatest generation and mm-hmm. liberating millions of people mm-hmm. and multiple countries and providences but um you know it's it's what we were raised on to think is the right thing to do. Like Louis C.K. had a great bit about it. I lost Louis about C.K. a. Uh, I still do, you know. Yeah, the whole uh, yeah. thing. I mean, I, it, okay, won't excuse that. Okay, that was that not cool, but I think as a whole, he's a good dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone makes like, stupid mistakes. People make mistakes, man. Especially when your life's under a microscope, mm-hmm. you know. It's. Uh, Something's bound to bound to get he's out pretty, there. He's pretty open about his kind of. Oh he, yeah, yeah, he deals with depression and everything. I know that he does. For sure, he's pretty open. About but yeah, it. he did a great bit about a guy in the military being uh, <laughs> being on a plane and him offering his first class seat to this military member, <sighs> and he was like, you know, he's doing the right thing. He's fighting for his country. He thinks, you know, and mm-hmm. then the whole audience kind of. Half yeah, half they, cheers, half booze. You yeah. know, he's like, "What? I'm joking." Like, you know. So, yeah, that's. But but that bit I felt like exemplifies, you know, and really brings to brings to light, you know, the true truth mat truth the the truth of the matter really, um, just from my my opinion, and that's all that this is because I have no statistics, no numbers, no facts. But, uh, you know, but no, but you're there is. But the thing is, like, there's other countries that do invest in those certain type of ways that we don't. And I think what you're trying to get at is there's there's, you know, like people like you. I, I don't I don't know how you did in school, but like for me, you know, I, I had horrible ADHD and I wouldn't take in my medicine because it made me feel like a zombie. So I wouldn't take it. So then it would just make me very impulsive. I wouldn't do any of my homework. I was just, just, I was just a mess through most of my school, you know, most of my schooling. Well, I just grew up thinking I was stupid. I just thought I was dumb. 
I thought it was smart. English and history. I, somehow I was I was straight A. Yeah, my two favorites. Yes, right loved them. Science. I loved science. Didn't understand it. Just too dumb for it. I, that's what I thought. I thought I was too dumb for it. I hated math. Still hate math. Math is the worst thing ever. Shouldn't yeah. exist. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to times. I believe. I, honestly, there's a certain number I could go up to, and it's not very high. Don't know how to do you it. You mean multiplication? Oh yeah, times. Times. times? I'm just talking times test. You know, there times. Is. You know them times test. <laughs> Try to get done in a minute, dude. I lost every time, boy. But I was speeding them numbers down. <laughs> They're like six times six is seven hundred and eighty. No, Writing get, them get down out like them Powerball numbers, <laughs> baby. <laughs> okay, Cut before I ramble, <laughs> before I ramble too much, I felt very stupid, and but I was not. I wasn't upset that I was like there was nothing that upset me. I, I was I was actually really passionate about being in the military, and it. I didn't have like a passion because like 9-11, it was just more like, I, I, my whole passion honestly probably would have been based off of, uh, probably Band of Brothers and, uh, Black Hawk Down. And like, I just, I loved just like that camaraderie and I felt just fighting, fighting for the right reasons just felt really, really good. And I, well, um, I mean, the right reasons, uh, to my head, in my head at the time. Right. But I think it's the, I don't think it's the uh, it's the paradigm of fighting for the person next to you. You know what I mean? It is. Like having that that brotherhood thing, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I mean, you feel that. You feel that deep for the rest of your life, no yep. matter if you're. And I mean, I hate to put it in a, such a small scale, but whether you're playing football or, yeah. um, you know, running, even running track, which. I can't speak on. Oh, I I can't either. <laughs> I got I quit seventh grade after the first meet. Yeah, I was always chunky. Hey man, you know what? Track. You know who made that? Greeks. Yeah. You know what the Greeks are? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I uh, read in a book that the Greeks actually invented homosexuality. They did. They are they are the first gays. They Please. are ground zero. I just I really want to put this out there. That I am not homophobic. So far from it. Oh yeah, so, no. Please. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that's a. This is this. Okay, this is me and this is me and Tracer's like just monologue. <laughs> it's just it's it's insanity. But we're uh, we have been. I know I've been scrutinized by a lot of things because I'm just I just it's not that I like it's not that I'm 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 not hardcore anything really other than like pro I'm like all about freedom and I'm all about education and and and. <clears throat> You know, well-being. That's that's my main thing. But, like, hardcore stances on certain things, I don't ever get there. And, like, being in the South, we live, we, we're from the neighboring Belt. towns. We're neighboring towns in the Bible Belt, okay, in Texas, all right? And his town had about 2,500 people. We have about 3,100 people. Which town? What's Blue Ridge? Did I say t- Oh, like 900. Oh, 900. Uh, please forgive me. Uh, did not mean to add them extra. <laughs> thousand you know the only reason that i remember is because uh i think the population sign when i was in high school every day on my way to school like i would come into the city limits and um it would say population 968 and i just would always crack up i was like one person somebody's gotta have a baby it's gonna be a party oh baby (laughs) 969 And if they were born on 420... Oh. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 420, you know, oh. 969th 
individual in the ridge. Yeah, go ahead and key to the city. It's just, yours. Just, it's yours. You literally, this is your city. Don't don't even oh, ask. You're the mayor. You didn't run. Too bad. Hey, you want Tiger Mart? <laughs> Tiger Mart, man. Did you ever meet that guy? We used to call him uh, Sadiq. I mean, if he was the 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 normal dude, yes, I've been. I I mean, I was. I used that was the place where I go buy beer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, a while, yeah. for you know, certain. Of course, a when, certain person was. Yes. We will not disclose. Yeah, not Sadiq. <laughs> that really wasn't even his name. That was a total racial Sadiq. stereotype. So, um, yeah, when that's we Blue Ridge. There and that's Farmersville. When we would you. go in there and buy the buy the beer or whatever, you know, he was. We'd always, you know, lower the voices a little bit, maybe not shave for a couple of days, you know. Somebody would put on one of their dad's, you know, North Texas Municipal Water Work shirts or an go. FR shirt or there something, you, you know, like a working man should. Y'all should have just uh, done the, the home alone, not the home alone thing, the little rascal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hello, my good man. Oh, my God. Two alcohols, please. <laughs> I would like to buy uh, alcohol, if you do not mind. I, I've been quite parched today. <laughs> but yeah, he um, he had this thing where, uh, you know, when we would buy the beer, he would say, uh, would you- is it party time, boys? And <laughs> we is it would party always, time? <laughs> when we would pull up to a uh, to a bonfire or whatever we were doing, it was always, oh, is it party time? And everybody knew who we were talking, you know. <laughs> Who we were referencing. It was like our own little um, Simpsons reference. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, but it was I didn't watch like, Simpsons that much, but me, I know you're talking about. Me either, but it was like we were all quoting yes. you know, him like he was a character. Absolutely. Which we kinda unfortunate, you know, we turned him into. We were just kids, man. But it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was at party time. Oh was, man. <laughs> that un unbeknownst un- unknowing racism that you don't <laughs> really right. have. Um no, but that's, I guess that's a preference of, you know, kind of where we came from. Uh, being from here, it's very easy to be a racist. It's very and easy to be sexist. Not even realize it. Not even re- realize it. Very easy to be homophobic. I, I think more people are homophobic than, ra- absolutely. Mm. There are more people are homophobic than racist, for sure. Well, they, yeah, because racism went out of style when we were, when we were getting, when we were raised. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't ever, like, I don't ever remember, like, other than, there was, like, a few people that you knew were, like, openly, like, Oh yeah, yeah, racist, yeah. and they were like they were outcasts. It was like oh yeah, they were. Yeah. I was, oh dude, I know there. I remember one guy. I remember one kid's his dad. Like I always heard it. I don't know. It, that's the bad thing is too. I don't know if he was. But I just remember seeing him. He was kind of a big dude with a beard, and I was just like, man, that's what every racist guy looks like. And I was so scared of him. And he's a big, tall dude. They like had a scruffy beard. I was like, God, racism is scary. I'm never gonna be that way. Yeah, so don't, don't don't be racist, or you'd be a big, ugly, brown-haired dude with a short kid. Good lord! <laughs> Jesus Here's to you, man. Hey, man. <laughs> cheers to that. That's cheers to anti-racism. You know, um, I made a video on Twitter. I'm sure you didn't see either. No, I'm not on any oh, yeah. social media. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why I keep bringing that, but I, I just I just know you would enjoy the comment, the content. <laughs> And that's, I just wish you'd get one and just follow me and I'll tell you when I post because I know you'd like it. But I made one and I, and, uh, I was, it was one of them days where I hadn't slept in like two days. So I was like half delusional mm-hmm. and, but, but you know, when I'm half delusional, I'm, I seem to be a little more funny. Like right now I didn't sleep at all last night, 24 hours, nothing. So I'm running pretty. Oh, now I feel super bad. No, dude. For... No, I literally, <laughs> I am, I'm like insomniac. So it's like, dude, I'm going to die real early. So it's like, let's get it done. 
oh, right man. now. No. You know, that's one of the predisposing uh, signs it's, to, uh, you know, depression or yeah. mental health issues yeah. is insomnia. It is. And I deal with it because I deal with all of that. A lot of that, actually. Yeah. Um, Diagnosing everything. But, um, let's, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. No, I walked up. So, all right, so I got, my, I don't know if you've seen them videos where like people like walk up to the mirror like real quick and say something. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm like, you can just hear me like walking really fast. And I've got like my shirt, my, my, my butt down like down to here. I got this neck band on. I've got my glasses like this. I run up, knock in. I said, this is a message for the CEO of racism. Cool it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Clout. Hey, I have clout. Relax. Relax. <laughs> Chillax, dog. Hey, dog. Chill pill. <laughs> chill pill. Ta- hey, go ahead. Take the, the chill, the drink, the sip, the chill. Okay? That's what we're going to do, racism. Step by step. Hey, bud. Chill. <laughs> That's like people. That's like people when they say take about twenty five percent off of their bud. <laughs> that's like people when ISIS was like killing everyone. Like, oh my god, I hate ISIS. They need to stop. And it's like, you stopped it, baby. Is, Hell what's, yeah. What's her name? Uh, do you remember the the old lady? Like I, uh, I saw it on some meme page that like I I had an app for. Uh-huh. I, think, I don't think it was a chive I or something. It. I don't remember. Might have been iFunny. Yeah, iFunny. OG, man. OG, dog. Oh, dude. Yeah. I had a political page on iFunny. Really? 500 followers. Which one? Oh. Uh, wait, what, which one? Yeah. iFunny? No, no, no. Which, what was your page? Oh. Like, like politically wise? No, 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 no. Like, what was your profile? Like, what was the... The, the name? IFL Second Amendment. That was iFunny Libertarians. Ah. Second Amendment. Fantastic. And also, you know who Coleon Nor is? Nope. Black guy, he's from Dallas. He's a big gun activist. Uh-uh. Oh, dude, he's awesome. He's a really smart guy. But um, we're like probably like 60 miles away from him, so maybe we'll get him on one day. <laughs> no, he has like millions of followers. No way. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, the, the reason I got so popular on there is because I posted a gif of him. And uh, it's a, it's like, he's like, he's like cocking a gun, like the, you know, the, like the badass sunglasses kind of, you know, it's like deal with it or whatever. I like quoted it and I said, uh, Democrats saying all, all uh, gun owners are white racist or something, and and it showed him doing that. And then he he posted it on his Instagram. <laughs> he posted. He was like, "Dude, he's like, I got featured on iFunny." I was like, "Comment." I was like, "Dude, that was me. That was me." <laughs> but I, I, I look back and that's cringy as hell because I, mean, I was 16 when I made it. And I thought I was, I thought I was cool. No, I mean that's that sounds I mean, cool no, to me. Well, no, 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 no. The the post itself was cringy. I thought uh, my page, my page as a whole, yeah, kind of cringy, but. I, th- I guess I guess I was do I guess I was doing all right to have a following at sixteen. I I don't know why anyone yeah, listens to my opinions. A following at sixteen. At sixteen, no one should have been listening to me. No. No. <laughs> they should have turned deaf ears. <laughs> the the stuff that I was spouting at sixteen was I don't even know. Like I know that I never had any strong political opinions mm-hmm. or um, any real stance mm-hmm. on anything. I think the biggest post that I ever made on social media was um, when gay marriage was legalized. Mm-hmm. And you It was know, an ep- ep- epidemic down here. Everyone yeah. just thought the world was going to end. Cause Everybody was going, you know, losing their minds and, you know. Wait, the gay people that have been living together for the last 15 years are going to 
getting married? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. But I'm on board a lot you, of people were, like, using religion as their, you know, their trident, mm-hmm. you know. To, My parents did that. Right, 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 right. So, um, I posted, uh, I made a tweet that was, uh, I think, word for word, verbatim, was, My God doesn't tell me to condemn, hate, or judge anyone, no matter what. No. Because... He doesn't. No. Like, if you read the Bible correctly and, no. and through, through scripture, through uh, scripture, zero we, times does it say condemn thy neighbor or if hate he does thy this. neighbor or, you know, it's, it's love thy neighbor. It's, you know, dude, that's, you can, you can, you can love the sinner without loving the, you don't the have to love sin the sin. That's if you no, want to call that's the a, sin. That's the know. word in the Bible. Yeah. If, we're, if you're, if we're going off religious standards, which I don't agree with on uh, government because we're supposed to have separation of church and state. state, You cannot bring religion into it. And that county clerk from Kentucky where she was like refusing to marry. Completely wrong. You can't do that. That's against the law. Constitution. No matter. Objectively, it's just wrong. That's where I'm getting at. Objectiveness. I mean, you can throw theology all there all you want, but there's laws that have been in place for hundreds of years that because churches and religion took over governments and that's, that's that's a precaution. It's not because you don't like, you don't, like these certain religions, it's just for a precaution because, yeah, I mean the dominance of of you know religion is huge. Yeah, and there's a there's a reason that you know I hate to go back this far, but there's a reason that the founding fathers didn't want a religious oligarchy. You know, um, they didn't want to be you know like a, a Vatican City or anything like that. You know, they had their they had their influence from you know. Obviously, from religion and from Certain. you know the Bible and everything like that, but I also they had were some smart enough. Well. Oh, okay, yeah, they they were smart enough to know to be self aware. Mm-hmm. You know that we need to we need to separate. Let's, you know we need to. We've seen they saw the the problem and fixed it. And yeah. s- instead of being uh, reactionary, they were. Proactive. Proactive and yeah. finished. Got it done before. Absolutely. Happening again. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> no, what I was going to say about that, because you brought up you brought up a point about that, with, which kind of ties in. Um, when certain things happen and it's, uh, you know, whatever, it goes against the the rights, right side. I'm just going to generalize, say right side. Um, morals, moral factor, you know, they put a lot of their morals into their law, you know, into laws. On sure. the right side, that's you know, it's more the the religious Christian side. Well, it's like certain things, like I don't, I mean, I don't, I'll, nothing specific, but they always go back to, well, our founding fathers founded this country on on God, right. and well, that's not everybody tr- likes to say one nation under, under God. God, indivisible, but they they forget the rest of that sentence mm-hmm. and everything that was said before in the pledge of allegiance mm-hmm. and the pledge of allegiance is in the fucking name. It's, mm-hmm. it's a pledge of allegiance, allegiance. to your country mm-hmm. that you were, you know, either born and raised in, uh, born and brought to, mm-hmm. uh, are new to, yeah. you know, a new citizen you, you, you're, or whatever. You're, by the way, um, I want to shout out real quick. Shout uh, it out. My buddy, uh, Jamie Hernandez, mm-hmm. another paramedic from, East Texas 
that I met when I was in school, uh-huh. um, he just now became a legal citizen. Awesome. And hey, congratulations, Jamie. Yeah, dude. He's one of the hardest working dudes that I know. A one lot of the them smartest are, man. men. A lot uh, of them are. Bilingual. I could call him. Man, anytime I have a Spanish-speaking patient, you know, if I can't piece it together myself, he's always... Very helpful. Yeah, he's yeah. always on call. That's awesome. And he doesn't even have to be. You know, I get him to it. translate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... That's awesome. You know... A couple of Hispanic he, guys I work with that do that. He, he says... <laughs> The Pledge of Allegiance, word for word, and doesn't leave anything out, has known it since, you know, grade school, uh, like all of us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people tend to forget that it is one nation under God, mm-hmm. indivisible, cannot be divided, yeah. with liberty and justice for all, mm-hmm. whether or not they, whether or not they, you know, they they confide in what my God says or what your God says or what Jesus Christ or Buddha or, you know, yep. anything that's in the Quran or, you know, this country is indivisible because of its diversity. Absolutely. And it's a beautiful place to be and live. And man, I'm just so, I'm just so fucking proud of that dude. Uh, and Jamie Hernandez, man, because awesome. he's, he did it the right way, and he is an advocate for for go through the process just like I did because you know I it was a long process. It was drawn out, but damn. I think it's. I think it's. I. I don't. I can't speak on immigration very well. I'm not for all the. the I, I honestly, I don't like it. I, I'm not saying I don't. I don't know enough to give like a full on opinion, but I also don't like. First off, I don't like the the sentiment behind of of illegal immigrants are are like. You know, they're just it's got the it's got the term illegal before it, so it just sounds bad just in right. general. But I'll tell you right now, my dad, my dad had has had the same. It, it, one of them, I think he had finally had retired, but he was like seventy something. Been working with my dad for twenty some years. He had uh, he has three guys with him right now. Well, well, there's four actually of them, and his wife is here now because she was in Mexico the whole time. She just came here, and she's here. In her mid fifties, working landscape. Okay, so that if that gives you something, she went through the legal process as well. But these guys, every year, I mean, I just remember watching them every year, just bust their ass. I mean, just every summer, and then, and then around around Christmas time, they go back to their family because all their family's there. They don't see their family for months. Come back there, um, provide for them, and because you know he was out. Uh, his name is Alvador, um, and then eventually when his sons got older, Diego and the other. Uh, can't remember the other one's name. Uh, I didn't work with him more than a year, but <clears throat> dude, that's just the nicest, most respectful, just hardworking individual. I mean, six, seven days. If when they weren't with my dad, they went work somewhere else. Oh yeah. And it's just uh, it makes it just it sickens Daylight's me. It's money, man. It it sickens me because it's 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 identity politics is what it is. I mean, because if if you're if you're siding, that's the thing is like we're always we're kind of like the devil's advocate in in a lot of ways because. There's this and that, but then it's like, well, here's devil's advocate. Why, why, why is it, why is it only this way and not this way? It, or like, why is it always just one way and the other? There's no, there's no middle ground of, hey, you know, maybe, okay, there's certain, maybe there's certain issues with immigration, which certainly there is. There's, there's, there's issues with, I mean, the sex trafficking and the, um, drugs, the drugs, big, but I think a lot of play that with the drug war. But I was in the last episode, so we don't, right. have to, we don't have to go into that, but. 
there's there's there, there is issues, and I, I understand Shout out that. Nancy Reagan. Oh, shouts out to old Nancy. Just <laughs> say no, kids. Okay. Turning a blind eye to the AIDS epidemic and crisis. Yeah, and you being know. Like, let's just focus on the on the stoners. Listen, they're only <laughs> AIDS can only spread to gay people. Okay. <laughs> And I know it's the most, like, deadly disease we have right now, and it's killing everyone, but it's only gay people, okay? Right. Yeah, it's cool. No big deal. Yeah. yeah uh, the main demographic. I still, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not a big conspiracy guy. You it's know, Honestly, uh, I know that I'm not, I know. I know I'm not either, but I listen waters. to him a lot. Right, right, right. See, I'm objective <laughs> on everything, and I. <laughs> so, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but again, to play devil's advocate. What did what did AIDS kill? Gay people, gay people, black people, and black people. Yep, they were very. Uh, I want to say, yeah, no, they were very contained within inner cities. Yep, San Francisco. Yep, uh, the gay community in New York. Yep. See, there's a few theories on that. Um, th- there's so there was uh, one theory because there was a uh, which they're all none of them makes none of them excuse anything the government did. They all it was all pure negligence or it was. It was purely done out of uh, whatever you want, uh, trying to kill off a certain type of person, which is is sick, yeah, sickening in in so many different ways. Um, But there was there was uh, somewhere in Puerto Rico where they were, or I don't know if it was Puerto Rico, some country they were dealing blood bank, some blood bank or something. No, it was Haiti. Haiti was having a AIDS crisis, I think, as was. Well, there was something to do with transfer blood that was going from there to here to there and. And they didn't, there was like 3,000 like vials of like infected AIDS and they didn't test for them then. Apparently they, they didn't even, they, if you, if you were just willy nilly, just go there and give blood and they were just, they were just, and they like literally just sent like 3,000, like, I don't know how much, what blood, what, what the blood was, but there was just like an insane amount they actually sent and never got tested and injected people with basically just infected. When was this? Uh, it was the 80s or, or it might've been 70s when the outbreak had maybe just begun early days the early days um there was also another uh, theory that a, a a rich like a millionaire gay dude he went over to somewhere like a conjacted pilot or something he was well i don't know if he was a pilot no he was like a that myth. theory yeah no he well he went on the plane i don't know he could have been the pilot too <laughs> he was on the plane i mean i don't know if he flew it flew it Jesus. um <laughs> but funny. i just i know he was um he was he was rich a rich dude Gay, um, well, he came back. They think he might have been patient zero. I don't believe it, because um, all the other ones make a lot more sense. Because the isolation process of one guy, because I think they found like it was pretty, like they knew it was him pretty quickly. Like if it, if it was him, I mean he did get it, but I think it was already kind of yeah. prevalent, and they were just because there's there is one there is a conspiracy show on on podcast that I, I do like. <laughs> they were very much suppressing, suppressing uh, AIDS epidemic. They were keeping it very quiet. Oh, they were, yeah. uh, oh, you know, no big deal. It's it's uh, just this, that. And there's thousands of people dying every day. Whereas, I mean, flip the script and uh, look, at, um, look at the Ebola crisis. I listened to one today on the Ebola crisis. I don't know, man. It's... Dude. I don't know. It's just... Very different the way that it was held, but also the CDC is you know, I don't know when the CDC got started. I want to think it's mid 60s, early uh, 60s. 
Maybe, Probably. Maybe, maybe in the 50s. Yeah, I'm I'd not say. Sure. Well, Go there ahead. was something that. Let's not pretend that we don't have the. We do have. The world at our we have technology. Yeah. Um. See, I would have figured because today I list. I don't know what it was about today, but I listened to the. The one about the AIDS AIDS breakout, not AIDS um, Ebola breakout, and then before that one, I listened to the Spanish flu one. I didn't right. know how deadly the Spanish flu was. Influenza. Yes, dude, it killed like five percent of the July first, nineteen forty six. Not okay. See, I thought they would have created the CDC right after the Spanish flu. There was, well, the Spanish flu was like Prohibition days. Yeah, no, it was. It literally happened while World War One was going on. While yeah. millions of people were already dying, flu was like, "Yo, let's get in here and yeah. eat everyone." Um, but like, but also that they were, they were keeping it just like it was nothing. Well, also, you know, people keep doing this thing where they compare then to now. Yeah. And I, I hate to, you know. I don't want to say disagree because I know you don't give a shit about disagreements. You no, actually, I you almost them. crave them. I crave them. Like, yes. So my fuck. stance on that is you can't compare the times because they didn't have, they don't have the world at their fingertips mm-hmm. and they couldn't, it was, it was through a newspaper if yeah. they found out about it at all. And, by, and as fast as it was spreading. You know, radio, television, you know. It was killing news. hundreds by the days. I yeah, mean, thousands absolutely. by the days. Absolutely. You, you can't, if you're if it takes two or three days, you don't right. lost that many more and, and how, you infected that many more. And how many numbers of children in the nation were getting educated properly at that time? Mm-hmm. So you can't have your kid bring a note home about it from school. You know, you can't have that be a reliable factor. Okay. You know. So here, okay. So here's where I'm gonna counter counter okay. that is worldwide. Worldwide, yes. You, they you don't know how and how serious it is. If, if you know, if you're in, if you're in Florida and you hear that someone in you know Washington State has you know got the flu, I don't, I don't give a shit. You know, it's, it's not coming this far. You don't. Right. And 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 that's that's understandable because it was a new strain of flu that was like the Black Plague. I mean, it was just it was killing everyone. But what I heard about it, which I hadn't heard anything. This is this is new for me. So this is. Only information I get off the podcast. So this is just really take it as a subjective standard. Take it very subjectively because I don't know how true it is. But apparently, in New Jersey, it was the outbreak was in New Jersey, and it was um, well, it was coming. Uh, no, that's what it was. They were having a parade for the soldiers coming back from Europe. Sure. They the there was a doctor I can't remember his name, but he was one of the guys that was head of trying to stop the flu. Okay. The the Spanish flu. He warned the mayor. He said, hey, do not let this parade happen. He said, crowds are the worst thing for a virus. Like, you mm-hmm. cannot do it. And um, he just, he, like, kept telling him, telling him, well, at a certain point, like, the virus, I guess I guess it wasn't killing as many people at a certain time. It kind of, like, slowed down. So, like, a gradual slowdown. So, it looked like it may, that it may have, like, mutated enough where, you know, a virus, you know, it eventually mutates to where it, it can't host on us or something like that. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but something about mutations and viruses and shit like that. But it was something. It was weird about the mutation on that as well. But right. um, especially with Ebola, Ebola is scary. Um, Man, Ebola. Do you remember uh, Dallas, Texas, baby? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when do I was you remember going. Remember Jake Vest? Um, Jake Vest, dude. Yes. He was. Um, 
he was doing the electric uh, the electrical wiring for a sub part of that hospital. Oh god. Like and he could see where patient zero was being held and contaminated. Like he could see the building like from the outside, you know? Yeah. And uh, I remember him posting that picture on Twitter back in the day. Oh and, yeah, I remember that uh, too. You remember he was like L O L the Ebola hospital. And everybody was like Hey, bro. hey, Jake, go uh, get yeah. tested now. Go quarantine, <laughs> quarantine yourself, please. Uh, and he's like, you know, sharing beers with people at the next party. Or, I probably, you know, like, I probably hey, drank out of his jack bottle. Stuff, like, probably drank out of his jack bottle. Oh, honestly, yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, you, uh, yeah, dude, give me a sip. Oh yeah, let me have a drag of that red real quick. Yeah, no big deal. Just in a bowl of cigarette, dude. <laughs> yeah. Bro, get you wet. Just in a bowl of cigarette. <laughs> no, see that dude. That was. I, I tend to forget about that. It's weird that I forget about because that was a, I was freaking. That was a big deal because it, it was the first outbreak was in Dallas yeah. in America since the eighties. Yep, and I had no idea. To, I don't think very many people knew what Ebola was. Um, I damn sure didn't. I knew that it was bad. I no, dude. Literally, I thought it was a new disease. I was like, oh shit, Ebola. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that it came from the Ebola River. Like, I found that out. No idea. Yeah, it's from the Ebola River and uh. uh Sudan, there maybe. <laughs> you know, fart town. I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's a. I don't want to say the wrong uh, continent or not continent. Country. Sure. I'm an idiot. Um, like I said, but yeah. Um, that was scary because I remember that's when I was going. I was trying to join the army, so I was going to Dallas a lot for uh, MEPS, which you know I'd go take my tests and whatnot. And I remember that I had gone about twice, and I just remember, you know, because I'm from Farmersville, and this was all happening in Dallas, and they're trying to. They're trying to, you know, quarantine everyone, but then, then I remember like the nurses started getting. They were reporting it. Fourteen nurses have cases of Ebola, and they're sending us to freaking Dallas. And I was like, I'm gonna die before I even get shipped out. Like, yep. I, and it was so scary, man. I, mean, I can only imagine, man. I mean, how? But I mean, like, that's something. I mean, I still don't advocate for panic. Don't panic. But <laughs> panic is never good. Um, One of the biggest things oh, oh that I try to tell patients. Oh, panicking daily, man. will kill you. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I don't know, man. I don't want to delve too deep into that. Well, do you want to uh, kind of veer off? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we have, we have uh, 50 minutes. Cool. We've been, I don't even know what we've yeah. talked about. I forgot, but. Uh, we've dabbled a little bit into politics, religion, and, you we know. Split, we could split that yeah. episode up. That's fine. It's part one, you know? Yeah. Just dabbling. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Part one, dabbling. <laughs> I don't. Right. I, I can. I can just cut it. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, no. I, I think that would be cool. Yeah, just you know, hey, it's, I, it's an introduction of like, us. Yeah. What, what do you have like three? Um, like a three-part series. Wait, 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 wait. Don't you Maybe have I'm like up. three episodes total on? Because I saw Spotify, um, you had like three. Okay, so the first two are just like introductions. They're right, right, they're right. nothing. Um. I, the so, the I third mean, one is the first official episode. Right. So. I hate to speak out of turn here, but I mean, I think if you, even Don't if you, you edit this out or whatever, I think if you were to, um, no, 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 I didn't mean, no, I didn't mean it. edit it. Oh, you don't mean to split it. No, no, no. If you were to split it, uh-huh. like part one uh-huh. of our conversation, because not everybody has time to listen to a, a three, two to three hour yeah. podcast, but if they can split it up between, you know, their drives to work or whatever, you know, I, I that's how I like it. Yeah. If it's, if, if, if a, if it's like a kind of like a back and forth that we're doing right now, 
I like the, I like a little shorter shorter but a lot of episodes right because it keeps me it keeps me hooked because I want to keep listening now that sounds a little conceited because I'm not saying y'all are probably hooked y'all probably turned it off and we're talking to no so here's the dabbling the, and then uh, well then how long you want we can dabble we can dabble longer dude I don't give a shit dude I literally this is this is your game dog this is my house I will literally dabble for until the dabbling just just can't dabble until the no dabbles more. come home until the dabbles come home baby <laughs> just let me tell you what alright get out there milk just, them dabbles and a, have a good old glass of warm gotta, dabble juice just, just got, dripping down my cheeks like a baby calf whole lot of whole lot of dabbling going on here uh, <laughs> I, I dabbled a little bit of this dabbled a little bit of that a little I won't bit dabble of no more drip. hard dab <laughs> no big deal <laughs> but uh God, I yeah, miss this if, man. Uh, He's a good guy. If you don't mind, I'm going to spot this real quick. Uh, um, are you going to read off of it? No, 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 no. Okay, let's say that's... I, I was that, just... Because I know we had talked about like it be a little earlier or whatever, but further than that we way. could do, you know, like a later thing. Abs- absolutely. Um, I, I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! I'll, I'll restart. Uh, if you're listening to this now, if you made it this far, uh, this is a viewer discretion is advised. Um, there's going to be some graphic content. It's some realistic stuff. Um... So if you're if you're sensitive to those kind of kind of things, I have been kind of in that realm of where Tracer does that kind of stuff. It can be very graphic and it's realistic and um, beyond what a movie would ever show you. So just uh, be careful with your your mental state because it, it can it can affect you. It's it is it's it's deep stuff. It is sure. But I think it also at the same time it's. It's good because yeah. for people that do want to learn and and hear those experiences and and that's why the honest God I, I not, not every great great thing about Tracer I mean and just love him to death all right um, he just burped on me while I said that. <laughs> no um, right out the nose right out the nose that's what I think about oh you <laughs> no um, he's a, he's a very intelligent guy and, and I know. Not only is he a, he's a super brave and awesome dude, and, he, and the reason he does it for just the most just selfless reasons is he he has he carries he's a lot like me he carries a lot of emotion to himself and and you know humans are almost like I don't know it's just I, I don't know I, I don't know how I'd explain it like if I see like in my my side of it like when I see like a, a mental psychology like psychology certain thing that I could help them with I. Whether I'm, I'm, I don't know if I am. I want to in any way I can. Like right. I, I, yeah, and that's that's one of the things about, um, you know, about this is uh, what I was gonna share with you guys um, if you're interested at all. Um, but if you're not, it's just as helpful to me. Um, uh, and because, you can get get out. <laughs> but <laughs> don't um, you dare! I just. Uh, I started to write, um, right after I became a paramedic and, uh, it's just about a, you know, any call or any patient that, uh, really stood out to me or anything that I saw myself, you know, maybe one day I might have problems with this, like they're, they might not surface right now, but, um, you know, and it doesn't all have to be about trauma. I mean, the first, the first story in here, um, the first patient interaction is, uh, a guy who got stabbed in the face with a 
screwdriver or ice pick type of uh, type of tool about uh, about Ye Long and uh, went in through the soft part, um, you know, right above the uh, the mandible here, you know, right above eye socket and uh, went in and screwed up some stuff neurologically, but he was just in a fight and other dude pulled the tool on him and just went to work and uh, a friend of his threw him in the car and uh, took him on in to the ER there and uh, basically just threw him on us and was like, please help, he's dying. And sh- sure enough, he was. But um, how do you, did y'all have to take him to a, did he, need, did he have to go to a brain surgeon? I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit later in there uh-huh. that, uh, you know, and I'll get as in depth as I can. Um, I'd like to read it word for word uh, because I wrote, I wrote this right after it happened. Like, he left on an ambulance, and uh, spoiler alert, he made it. Sorry for you cliffhangers there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wrote this about a, an hour after he left via ambulance, mm-hmm. and uh, it was still fresh, still right there. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, if any of you guys are interested in hearing stories or um, anything like that, you know, I'll I'll talk for as long as the – the boss here will let me. So I don't you know. care what y'all think. If y'all hate him. He's gonna be here every damn time. <laughs> I'll do this by myself. I just, uh, uh, this yeah. is my buddy. You <laughs> ever tell my buddy he can't be here? Talking bad about my friend. <laughs> no, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, if anyone can keep you glued to whatever you're listening to, watching, it's 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 Tracer fucking Lynch. The guy is, and not only is he just naturally a good speaker and like storyteller. He has lived the experiences to, to just, it, that's, that's a great thing about a story is, I mean, you can be a great storyteller, but if you don't have the story to back it up, there's, you know, not really a lot to hold there. And, For sure. um, and that's the reason why I think, you know, I really wanted this episode to happen is because I have my certain, um, I have a lot of things that happened on my life that were very traumatic to me. And I believe same, same thing. Yeah. certain you know different areas but and you've also seen some like my areas um of like traumatic issues and whatnot kind of would have led into his expertise you know like in the future like i i you know i was just about to be a product of the state eventually with like what was going on but <clears throat> you know it's it was just i just i, I think it's i think it's this like you know, I, I this is the two different perspectives. I'm also gonna get my, um, would you consider that a cousin-in-law? My cousin's wife is that cousin-in-law? That just sounds weird, know. man. That's a weird. I'd say family member. Family member, Bethany. It's Bethany. Um, Bethany Robertson. Uh, great girl. Uh, I, I'm, I just because like they're both on the medical side, but at the same time, you know, Tracer's on the, he's on the front lines of it. He sees the, the immediate, you know. What the like? You're, I mean, you're the, you're you're the damn you're the first one when it's it's yeah. when it's, it's something serious. Paramedics or you know y'all are the most trained within the you know the confines of sure. of driving you know getting there. <clears throat> so I just think it's honestly like it, it'd be cool if we could get some feedback. You know, like yeah. you like honestly, I've, I've had feedback on a, lot, a, a few people actually, and, and that's that's awesome, and I, I love that because I don't care if it's negative or positive. I, I want I want to. I want to do, I want to do what is really interesting, but at the same time, I I think 
education is just like so important because I, as much as we've dabbled, we, uh, I will eventually get to the, to the education part of it because sure. we are both very, we're both very passionate about that and of education of a lot of things. I mean, it's, it's not, I don't mean, I don't mean math and science. I mean, education of, of mental health and, and how your environment, just like everything in the world that, that can shape you in positive and negative ways. I believe, you know, me and Tracer could, we could, you know, give some good insight on that. And Other than the, you know, cut and dry, uh, Freudian concept, yeah. you know, because Freud, as I mean, I'm sure, you know, believe that you are a pre pre-made individual mm-hmm. that, you know, none of your other influences, nothing affects you matter if, yeah. besides your biological ones and your mm-hmm. parents and, you know, so the wrong. house you grew up so in. So wrong. So, yeah. And I think, I mean, I, I think I'm a living testament to that. And if you want to, you know, if you want to break and then yeah, let's start bre- it on the next one. Let's break. And, um, yeah. We'll, we'll, hey, all right. Dabbling's over. Uh, I'm glad you dabbled with us for a while. Um, the, ser- the serious stuff is coming up. The graphic stuff. So, uh, protect, you know, just be prepared for it. So, I'm sorry to cut you off but what i'd like to do in the next one is um you know we can start with uh you know how your surroundings shape you Mm -hmm. and mental health and segue into first responder-esque talk you know yeah is that that's perfect that's perfect with me because i i trust your uh your abilities of, <laughs> of thanking, man. Sure. Like I can make a kickstand, but I believe I, I. You did make a kickstand, but you, so. you. But I believe you logically. So. Well, you appreciate know, that. I, I just I I've been around Luke Meeks too much. Shout you out know, Luke Meeks. Shout out Luke Meeks. You shout just, out Luke Meeks. I man. made that. I make a lot of things with paper clips. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, this is uh, episode one or episode no part one of episode two. Sure. Of School of Thought. Uh, I'm your host Corey. This is uh, my buddy Tracer. Uh, we'll see y'all on the next one, which we're going to start in a few seconds. Or not in a few seconds, but here in a little bit. All right. Later, guys.